You're tuned in to Beltway Beef, official commentary of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's Policy Division here in Washington, D.C. I'm Shauna Newsom, and joined with me today is Ethan Lane, Executive Director of the Public Lands Council and NCBA Federal Lands. Ethan, thanks for joining. Delighted to be here with you, Shauna. Now, last week, the House passed a resolution that would repeal the Bureau of Land Management's Planning 2.0 rule. NCBA and PLC hailed the passage, calling it a huge victory for America's ranchers. What's the outlook for the Senate to take up this resolution? Well, with the crowded calendar in Washington right now, with the new administration, the new Congress, and trying to roll back a lot of these regulatory items that we've had on our agenda, the biggest issue we have right now is floor time in the U.S. Senate. The Senate moves at a slower pace than the House of Representatives, and trying to get through those confirmation processes for the president's new cabinet picks is really sapping a lot of their time right now. So what we're waiting on is literally a space in line where the Senate can take this up and vote on it. We're hoping that will happen later this week, if not early next week. So we're, we're in, the, uh, in the short game here. We, we know we're expecting a vote imminently, but they need to work through some of these cabinet nominees before they're going to get to us. Now, NCBA and PLC have long expressed concerns with the planning rule. Can you expand on the impact the rule would have across the West? Yeah, this is something we continue to talk about and, and remind people both on the Hill and out around the country why this is so important and why we're uh, focused so so uh, tightly on getting this done early in the, in the new Congress. Uh, this rule, now that it has gone into effect, will impact planning processes on all of the land administered by the Bureau of Land Management. It will eliminate the role of state directors and, and the, the, the real input mechanism for local governments into these planning processes. It deprioritizes the need for economic evaluation of the impact of these, of these different planning processes. And it really shortens comment periods for, for local impacted populations. Um, so what it does is it empowers those professional outside groups that manipulate these processes and it disadvantages the people that are most impacted by them. That includes ranchers and landowners and anybody that's operating on a lot of these western lands. So we need to scrap this rule, go back to the drawing board and get something put in place that can accomplish BLM's stated goal of streamlining the process without doing it at the expense of input from the actual impacted permittees and landowners. Now this is a unique legislative fix that we have for the BLM planning rule, the Congressional Review Act. Ethan, can you explain that? Yeah, the Congressional Review Act, or CRA, is the tool that, that Congress is using to look at a lot of these late-inning regulations that we saw come out of the Obama administration in its final months. Uh, it dates back to the, uh, the mid-90s, the Newt Gingrich and the contract with America. This was a a tool that they gave Congress back then that would allow them to disapprove of a presidential regulation within 60 legislative days of it being issued on a straight up or down majority vote rather than in the Senate getting hung up in a, in a 60 vote you know cloture process or anything else. Um, it's a straight simple majority vote and it goes to the president's desk. So it's been used uh, very infrequently. We're, we're kind of in a new process here where we're using it to repeal uh, all sorts of different regulations that uh, uh, we feel like overreached, that Congress feels like overreached. Uh, they, they signed the first one yesterday. The president put his signature on it and that'll take effect immediately. They're going to do another one that has to do with the oil and gas industry. And then planning 2.0 is the next one in line. So we're the third out of the gate. There's an avalanche of other issues behind us, but we really led the charge to make sure that our interests were right at the top of the list to get addressed by this by this creative mechanism. So. Um, we're excited, and, and one of the benefits of it is, on the backside after this, this, this resolution is passed, the way it's written, the agency can't reinitiate a similar process and similar language. 
So they can't come back in a few years from now and redo this and try to re reinsert what we've already gotten rid of. Once it's gone, it's gone. So we look at this as a really effective permanent solution to this problem that's going to force the BLM to sit down with us as stakeholders and, and negotiate something that makes sense. What can ranchers do to help? Call the U.S. Senate. The House has done their work on this issue. They, they moved the, the, the resolution through. This is now in the hands of the Senate. We have broad support, but it, it, they need to hear from you. They need to hear from producers on the ground in their states that this issue is important to them and that they want them to act on it. So call your United States senators and tell them that you're paying attention to this vote and that it's important that they hold the line and pass this resolution. You've been listening to Beltway Beef. Until we meet again, eat beef and check us out online at beefusa.org.